Menachem, ready to start? Okay. All right, a good vach. I want to share with you two incredible stories, which are very relevant to the Torah portion that we just read. The Torah portion we just read, Lechacha, is about leaving everything that you're familiar with and going to a place that Hashem wants you to get to. There are people who have made incredible steps in their own service of God and their own persona and their own character. And there are people who have made incredible steps forward in reaching out to others. And I want to share with you two stories about two couples who each have done something incredible. One couple is did, some, did a more of a character feat, if you will, a change of character, and saw an extraordinary miracle, extraordinary miracle as a result. Another couple also did a extraordinary act of outreach that bore miraculous results. Here are the two stories. This year on Lagba Omer, Israel was experiencing a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of, what's going on there? Sorry about that. Israel was experiencing a lot of illness with the coronavirus and the regulations were in full force. And there was a couple that got married on Lagba Omer and they uh, weren't keeping all the rules. They weren't keeping the social distancing and they weren't keeping the masks. And uh, the police came and the police arrested. I remember this the, when this happened, I didn't know the, the end of the story. They arrested the husband and wife, the chassan and kal, the groom and the bride. And they arrested the father of the bride. And instead of this being the most amazing, miraculous, happy time of their life, the most magical time of their life, it was the opposite. And they were kept in the police station until 3.30 in the morning. 3.30 in the morning, they let out and they're, they're traumatized. Now, the day before Rosh Chodesh El this year, the father of the bride gets a call. His boy calls him and says to him that he is a top boy in a yeshiva and every day he gets many, many offers for shaduchim. People want to marry this boy. But he said he feels that he's, he, he's done something terribly wrong and uh, because of what he's done, since he's made this mistake, he has not had one suggestion of any shidduch. Nobody wants to go out with him since he made this mistake and he feels that he has to get forgiveness from the people that he has wronged. He wants to ask the father for forgiveness. So the father says, what are you talking about? He says, you know, the police came to the wedding. I call the police. The father's so angry at him. Whether it was right, whether it was wrong, the father is so angry at him. And the father says, you want me to forgive you? you I'll never forgive you. How dare you do such a thing? You ruined my daughter's most special night of her life, I will never forgive you. And the boy is crying on the phone, please forgive me, you don't understand. I feel that because of you don't forgive me, because you haven't forgiven me, there's a blockage in heaven for my blessing, please help me. Father says, call me tomorrow. Boy calls him up the next day 
and he says, please, you have to forgive me. The father says, listen, I stayed up all night last night. I studied books of Musa, books of ethics. I studied about how nothing happens to a person without God um, deciding it should happen. And I realized that it's not really you who's doing it to me. It's really Hashem. And therefore, I could forgive you because it wasn't you. So the boy thanks the father profusely. And the father says, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not done yet. You still have to ask forgiveness from the groom. The groom is, is a lot more hurt than I am. And so is the bride. Okay, I'll call him right away. He calls up the groom. The groom is enraged. You're the guy who ruined our wedding? You're the guy who called the police on us? How dare you call the police? By the way, halakhically, it's not so simple. When you're allowed to call the police, you're not allowed to call the police. Legally and halakhically, there are different um, viewpoints. And it's not so simple. So the groom is telling him, according to Torah, it was wrong, it was bad, and I'll never forgive you. And the boy quotes this passage in the Talmud, which says, Talmud says that if someone is punished as a result of your own actions, then God does not allow you to enter his domain. You can't be with God if someone is punished because of you. That's what it says in the Talmud. So the groom thought about this and he says, you know, what am I going to gain? What am I going to gain if you're going to never get married? I forgive you. But my wife will never forgive you. She's still crying every day. Every day she cries because of what happened at the wedding. So the boy says, I'm going to call her. He calls up the bride. And the bride says, don't ever dare call me again. Don't you dare call me again. You ruined my life. You ruined, I'm still traumatized. I'll never forgive you. So the boy tells her the following story in the Zohar. The Zohar says a story about Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba once witnessed the following event. He once saw a man take a nap on the foot of a mountain. And the mountain has like a slope. And on top of the slope, there was like a protruding uh, cliff. A stone cliff was a stone overhang over this place where the man was sleeping on the slope. And the, there was a snake coming to bite this man. So before Abba could do anything, it was some distance away from him, a piece of wood detaches from this tree and it falls on the, on the snake and kills the snake. The guy wakes up from his nap and he sees the snake is dead. And he gets up, and no sooner as he get then he gets up, the whole the whole stone protrusion falls down exactly in the space that he was sitting on. So Rabbi Abba never saw anything like this in his life, and he tells the man, you know, you just had a miracle within a miracle. God doesn't usually do that for people. Tell me your secret. Why is God so into you? Why is God doing these incredible miracles for you? So the man told Rabbi Abba, I never go to sleep before I forgive any person that has wronged me. Before I go to sleep at night, I make a decision to myself. I will forgive anyone who has wronged me in any way, whether financially, whether emotionally, insulting me. I will forgive anyone. And Rabbi Abba said, oh, now it makes sense. And that's the, what we do every night before going to sleep. We say this, this, this paragraph in the evening Shema, Master the universe, I forgive anyone who has vexed me or wronged me in this lifetime, in a previous lifetime. So this boy tells a story to this girl and this, this, the bride, and the bride thinks about this, and the bride says, you know what, I'm going to forgive you. 
it, it's, it's only benefits me. And uh, there's, there's no reason why I shouldn't forgive you. And she also rises to the occasion and says, I forgive you. Fast forward from this year, Elo, today before Shoshana, the groom and the bride are in a car. They're in an accident. The car flips over seven times. When the paramedics arrive on the scene, there's nobody in the car. And the paramedics are sure that there's no one alive. The car is gone. They ask the, the groom and bride were on a rooftop somehow. And they see them and, and they have, don't have a scratch. They have no idea how it happened. But when the car flipped over the first time, somehow they found themselves on this nearby rooftop and they were fine 100%. They forgave that guy. And just as the story of Rabbi Abba, they witnessed a miracle within a miracle. They rose beyond their nature and God showed them an incredible miracle. That's the first story. I'm going to share with you another incredible story. I heard this story twice before and I believed it, but it's so fascinating that I, that I really couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't really process it. It's like, you know, like Kriya Siam, so the splitting of the Reed Sea, just like, it, it, it's just such an overwhelming miracle. But I uh, did some research and I uh, can share with you the details of this incredible story of Dr. Mel Alexenberg. Dr. Mel Alexenberg was a, um, I'm going to over here. Okay, Mel Luxemburg, he was born in 1937, and his first audience with the rabbi in 1962. He was a very, um, a great scholar in art and in other wisdoms. He became a, a professor at Columbia University. And in 1962, uh, the rabbi said something very interesting to him about the word in Hebrew for spirituality and materialism. Or, material, or physicality. The word for physicality is chomer. The word for spirituality is ruach. And the Rebbe said that if you take the letter mem out, you have the same letters. Ruach, the spirit and the physical are the same. It depends on how you look at things. You could look at the world in a very physical way, or you could change your perspective to a whole new fresh way and see the world as totally spiritual. And apparently the words resonated in his heart because listen to what this guy did. In 1977, his daughter, his family is very Zionistic, and his daughter was raised with Zionistic spirit, and she was nudging their, 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 her parents, we have to move to Israel. He was living in Teaneck. He was very happy where he was, but his daughter was saying, we have to move to Israel. Israel is the place. We've got to go to Israel. And uh, he agreed, and he, he wasn't really sure about where he's going to go in Israel. He didn't want to go to a New York kind of environment where he wanted to go to Israel for Israel. So he wanted to go something very very different to New York. So he had, he as a professor in Columbia University, he had lots of job offers in Bar Ilan University, in Tel Aviv University, but he wasn't really um, so excited about these offers. And he spoke to a friend of his named Elad Pellet, who was, who was Director General of Education in Israel. They told him that by this interesting town in Israel called Yerucham. Yerucham is a town in the Israeli Negev, the desert. And at that time, Yerucham was really a somewhat of a ghost town. There was nothing happening there. The town was having problems economically, socially. It was a town that nothing 
good was happening in that town. And he said, you want to be a pioneer? You want to go to a place that needs help? You want to make a difference in education? Go to Yerucham. All right, that sounds interesting. He went to the Rebbe. He asked the Rebbe if he should go to Yerucham. So Rebbe said to him that you should go to Yerucham. If you want to go to Israel, you should go to Yerucham and make a college there. Rebbe said that in the University of Florida, in Gainesville, Florida, has 100,000 students. There are 20,000 people that live in Gainesville. Those are 20,000 people that live in Gainesville, but there are 100,000 students. And so the town is bustling and excited because of this college. So Yerucham needs a college. You should go there and make a college. Now, the guy says the story, you can watch a video of the guy saying the story. It's, it's printed in uh, My Story by Gemini. Also, there's a video. The guy says it so nonchalantly. It's a, 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 a incredible, incredible, amazing miracle. This is what happens. He arrives with his wife to Yerucham on a Friday. And they walk around the town and just seeing, you know, what the town is like. And uh, they come to uh, this building, interesting building. And they look around the building, it's an empty building, but they could tell the building is a school. It's an empty school. So on Sunday morning, they go to the uh, mayor, they go to the town hall mayor, and they say to him, what's with this building? You see this building, it's a, it's a school, and the Lubavitcher Rebbe told us we should make a college, and we want to know what this building is about. So he says, oh, he flaps his forehead. This building, so such a mess, such a mess. What do you mean? He says, the, um, the Minister of Education decided that they want to build a school for children with special needs in Yerucham. And they told me that this is the, on their plans, this is what they want to do. And I told them there's only five kids in Yerucham with special needs. Why are you building the whole school? And they said, no, 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 the money's in your account. The, the, the architectural plans are on their way. We're, the building is going up. So apparently there was some kind of mistake. The uh, clerk and the minister of education didn't know the difference between Yerucham and Etivot. And they erected this building. And the five children ended up going to Dimona to school. And they have this building there, which is empty. Just listen, the Rebbe told me to take a college. Give me this building. This will be the first, perf this is perfect, the first building for our college. Okay, sure. So two days after his arrival in Israel, he has a building for a college. Okay. And the mayor says to him, listen, there is is this project going on in Israel, Project Renewal, where we have sister cities with American cities and other cities throughout the world. Our sister city is Montreal. And as part of this project, a group of uh, Jewish philanthropists are coming here in two days on Tuesday. And I don't speak a word of English. Can you please uh, be, our, be their tour guide and show them around Yerucham? Sure. So this group of tourists or part of this project of renewal from Montreal comes to town and he goes with the mayor to translate for the mayor. So as he's translating for the mayor, the, these, these, this group is curious, who are you? So he tells them, I am actually, um, I'm actually uh, just arrived here and I'm here because I want to build a college and I have a building for it or I just don't have a budget. Oh, no problem. You, whatever it is, it's a great idea. This town needs a college. This would really help the town. What a phenomenal idea. Whatever you need for this, for the college, it's on us. Wow. 
So two, four days after he arrives in Yerucham, he has a budget for the college, but he needs something else. He calls up Tuvia Barilan, who is the one that the university is named after, and he says, we need accreditation, we need professors. I don't know the first thing about making a college and getting accreditation in Israel and getting professors. We have a budget, we have a building. Can you help me? So Tuvia Barilan says, listen, this is perfect. It sounds like like Chabad, Ufaratsta. It's the, the the slogan of Chabad is spread the Torah to the east, to the west, to the north, to the south. Tuvia Barilan says, Barilan has a university, has a presence throughout Israel, in the east, in the west, and the north. We're missing one space. We have a university in Sfas, in the Kinneret, in Ashkelon. This will be perfect. We'll be able to put on our brochures, and we have the east, we have the west, north, and south. We just need one thing in the south, and boom, we got it. Yeruchim is perfect. Just, we'll send taxis. You have a budget? We'll, we'll send all the professors by taxi to your, to your college, and it will be great. It'll be fantastic. No, it will be accredited. We'll start the college, no problem. Now, this all happened in August, and they opened up the college right after the holidays, right this season, with 400 students. Six days after he had arrived in Yeruchim, he had already had an entire college, a budget, a building, and accreditation with professors in six days. It's a project that could take a lifetime and not work. And here with the Rebbe's blessing, with simple faith of this couple, they were able to accomplish this incredible thing. So this is really in sync with the idea of lech lecha, going forward, going beyond your limitations, just listening to what Hashem wants from you to do and know that nothing could stop you. If there's a mission from Hashem for you, Lech lecha, let go of your, your, the land, your land, your birthplace, your father's house, according to Hasidus means, let go of your desires, your emotions, your thought processes, and listen to what Hashem wants you to do, and you can make it happen, and this, and this merit, Hashem will bring us to the land that he will show us to Israel, Mashiach Tzitcheinu. That's the stories I wanted to share with you, and I want to now show you the living Torah for this week. Uh, the gem puts out an incredible video every week, and I'm going to share on the screen. Hold on a second.